Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. As we continue our series of podcasts called Harder Things, we've been going through Ephesians chapter 6 for the past several weeks. And we've been looking at these pieces of spiritual armor one by one because as Paul tells us that we need these pieces of armor, we find something incredibly profound and important uh, from each one of them. This past Sunday, we were in verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 6, which tells us to take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And we talked about how important it is to value the Word of God and understand that the Word of God is our sword in this battle. And I want to talk about this today. I want to talk about redeeming the opportunities and the time that we have on this earth to redeem it. That's what we want to talk about today is how to redeem what we've been given. See, before we talk about the sword of the Spirit, we need to make sure of one really important thing is that we actually have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. Now, every Christian receives the Holy Spirit. But in order to get the Holy Spirit, you have to make sure that you have true, genuine faith in Jesus. That's how you get the Holy Spirit. That's how this Holy Spirit comes inside of you, starts to reside in you and to give you the power that you need to conquer sin and the devil. But we have to start where it's proper to start with faith in Jesus because no one gets the Holy Spirit. No one has access to the sword of the Spirit if they don't have faith in Jesus. So that's something we need to look inwardly at first and make sure that we have genuine faith in Jesus, that we are convinced that Jesus is who he said he is, that he is actually our Savior that he's given us the power over sin, that we've placed our soul in his hands, that we don't cling to any other hope, but that he is our only hope, he is our only way, our only truth, and our only life. If that is something you're confident in, that you have placed your soul in Jesus' hands, then the reality is that you have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, but it also means that you have access to the sword of the Spirit. The sword of the Spirit is yours for the taking and for the using. And that's something we want to talk about today because we do have a really hard enemy that we're fighting against. It's the devil and the devil's workers and the entire army of darkness and the cosmic powers. And we're fighting against this really tough army. And Paul has told us ad nauseum, you're going to need a lot of help for this battle. You're going to need the strength of God first and foremost. And then you're going to need every piece of spiritual armor to win this battle. And as we mentioned on Sunday, most of the pieces of armor that he tells us to pick up are pieces of defense. And I wonder if that's a misconception when we look at these pieces of armor to think that we're just placed on this earth to defend ourselves against the devil. That he doesn't get a death blow against us, that we're able to withstand his attacks, that we're able to stand our ground and not move backwards. But Honestly, the more I look into the Word of God, I kind of see something quite the opposite. You and I are the ones on offense. We are the ones that are supposed to advance the name and the will of God on this earth. And the devil is trying to keep us at bay. He's trying to actually keep us from progressing. And when Jesus told Peter that he was going to build his church on Peter, that Peter was going to be the forerunner of the church, he said this to him. He said, I will build my church upon you and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And maybe you've heard this before, but when you think about a gate, a gate is a defense thing that you put up to keep someone out. And the interesting thing about that verse is that the gates are talking about the gates of hell, that Satan is actually the one who's putting up the defense against us. And I don't know, maybe you've thought that before, maybe that's obvious to you, but I think for me there was a misconception that we were the ones on defense, 
that the devil was the one attacking us and we were the ones that had to put up our shields and put up our defense and not lose our ground, not lose our footing, make sure we don't go backwards, make sure he doesn't kill us, make sure that we don't lose our position in Christ. And I think all of that is true. But I think we're stopping short that one of the most important things that we need to understand is that we are on offense. We have been given a task. We've been given something to do. And that's why I want to talk about redeeming it today. And I looked up the word redeem. The re word redeem is a word you may know and may not know at the same time. It sort of has several different definitions. And we know that those who are in Christ have been redeemed spiritually. But I want you to listen to these three definitions that I found for the word redeem. And I want to break these definitions down as we talk about how we actually go on the offense to fight against the devil. Uh, redeem definition number one means to compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something. To compensate for the faults or bad aspects of something. We're going to get back to that. Number two, redeem, means to do something that compensates for poor past performance or behavior. To do something that compensates for poor past performance or behavior. That's what it means to redeem. And number three, it says of a person, to atone or make amends for error or evil. Of a person, to atone or make amends for error or evil. There's three definitions that you find for the word redeem. And I want to look at each of these definitions in a sort of aspect for how we go on offense in this Christian battle that we're in. And we stop being the ones that are backpedaling. We stop being the ones that are scared. We stop being the ones that are timid and cowardly and bullied. And we actually turn the tables on the devil and we start progressing against him. We cause him to backpedal. We cause him to try to put up the gate. We cause him to lose his footing. And I want to talk about this eye of redeeming what we've been given because here's the reality. We're alive today. We're alive today. If you're listening to this podcast, you're alive today. And that means that you have a fresh start today. That the past is the past. Whatever your past failures or successes were, they're in the past. And you've been given a new day to live for the Lord today. And that means that you have new mercies and new grace and new forgiveness and new power and a clean slate to live today differently than you did before if you were living in error and fault. And many of us, I fear that we seek out God's word, meaning the sword of the spirit, which we learned is God's word. Many of us seek out God's word, myself included, when we find ideal times and seasons to do it. When all the stars align and everything in life works out and you know, we're feeling good, we're not tired, we're not too sick, we have a good amount of time. That's when we like to get into God's Word. It's like, man, if everything goes correctly today, I'd love to spend some time with God. Some of us know, though, that doesn't always happen, or maybe that rarely to never happens. And so we sort of like to wake up and give our mornings to the Lord because we know the day might not go as we had planned. And that's that's a more sensible approach to studying God's Word. Because the ideal category and situation in life rarely to never comes. And so if we rarely to never get into scripture because we rarely to never find an ideal time to get into scripture, it means that often we're not ready for the attacks of the devil and that when he attacks us and tempts us, we are going to lose ground to him. But what if we changed our philosophy? Because of the sword of the spirit that we've been given, which is the most powerful weapon that ever has existed, it's in our possession if we're Christians. We have access to the sword of the Spirit. And what if, because of that, we changed our philosophy? 
And we took up our sword, which is the word of God, and we took it up during the times of our life that are not ideal. Not ideal. That are times that we're most apt to not want to take God's word. And we're going to list through a bunch of things here in a moment that sort of keep us from God's word because they're not ideal. They're hard. But what if we changed our philosophy from needing the ideal time to study God's word and, and redeemed it? Redeemed it took everything that God has given us, every piece of armor, every time, every new day, and used it as a step forward in this race, a step forward in this battle. What if we redeemed the time and even the attacks and the temptations of the devil? What if we did? What if we compensated for the faults or bad aspects of the attacks coming at us? What if we turned the tables on the devil? What if, number two, we did something that compensated for our past performance or behavior, those times in our life that we didn't live for Christ, that time that we did waste, those lack of disciplines that we once had, those sins that we used to live for? What if we used all those times, not as a woe is me anymore, but we redeemed it, and we used all of those times for fuel to live correctly today while we still have a new day, while we still have a new chance to live for the Lord? What if we redeemed it? And number three, what if we atoned and made amends for the error or evil that is coming against us? What if we made amends for that? What if we, again, turned the tables on the devil and as he sought to seek to do us harm, we turned the tables on him and we sought to do the best good in this life for Christ? See, the devil is seeking to bully us and to lie to us so that we lie down. We lie down and we refuse to fight, and that's exactly when we lose. He doesn't have to do hardly anything to us if we lie down. I mean, if we lie down, then what else does the devil have to do? He doesn't have to do anything. We just aren't fighting. We aren't progressing. We aren't doing the will of the Lord. We aren't advancing his name. And that's what the devil's all about. He's about bullying us, lying to us, getting us to give up our sword, to not pick up our sword, to not take up our shield, to not put on the shoes, to not have the breastplate of righteousness or the belt of truth to not go forward, and to refuse to fight. And that's exactly when we lose. See, I think most of the attacks from the devil are actually to get us to not fight, to weigh the white flag and say, I surrender. This is too hard. It's too difficult. And in that aspect, we're not redeeming anything. We're giving in. We're lying down. And we're becoming defeated. When the word of God, you can tell, wants the complete opposite for us. It tells us we're victors. It promises us victory if we fight the way that God taught us to fight. And here's the honest truth, too, is if we lie down and we refuse to fight because it's hard, things actually get so much worse for us. We get more depressed. We get more anxious. We get more bitter. We get more sinful. We feel more alone. We feel like giving up. Things get so much worse when we refuse to fight. And that's the irony, is that we think, no, if we don't fight this battle, if we don't take it head on and... You know, I won't bother him, he won't bother me, and that's quite the opposite of what happens, is he actually, we're, we're wrapped around his little finger, and he does whatever he wants to us. And the scripture has told us a lot that the only way to win is to fight. To fight, to become offensive, progressive soldiers in this battle, to move down the field and say no you're not going to bully me any longer. And that's what I want to talk about today is redeeming it. Redeeming it. Taking the opportunities that we have that are 
painful, that aren't ideal, and flipping them on their heads. Because oftentimes the things that are life that hurt, that are scary, in reality, aren't as painful as we think they are. They aren't as scary as we think they are. It's just a bad perspective. The devil, again, he's lied to us, he's bullied us, he's told us that this is so hard, this is the hardest thing, no one is dealing with what you're dealing with, uh, you're so alone, God must not love you, look how difficult your life is, Oh, you're defined by this chronic illness, or you're defined by some past failing, or some family upbringing that defines you, that's hurtful, and he's lying. Because he, he knows that we have a fresh start today. We have grace today. We have mercy today. We have power accessible to us today. And we can redeem it. And so what if we took all those opportunities that are difficult and we redeemed it? When we're tired. When we're tired. And we want to lie down and we want to give in and we want to relax and chill and just turn our brains off. What if we did the opposite? What if when we're tired, we redeemed it? And we got up and we used the strength that we still have. And we asked God for more strength. And we continued moving down the field. Because I'm telling you, this is how the devil works. He likes to tell us, well, you're too tired. You're too tired. It's not a good time to fight. It's not a good time to get in God's word. You're too tired. You, your eyes are too glossy. No, you had a rough night. No, the kids were up sick. No, you've been sick. No, your boss has been hard at work. You're too tired. Lie down. What if we did the opposite? What if we redeemed it? And we stood up and said, no, I don't listen to my body. And honestly, I'm probably not as tired as I think I am. I probably, if I wanted to do the will of the Lord, I would find the strength to do it. I could be strong in the Lord and I could redeem my tiredness. What if we did? For the, for the sake of the three things that we've learned, based on the definition of redeemed, what if we compensated for the bad faults or aspects of this life, of the attacks, of the temptations? What if we compensated for that and said, okay, the fact that this is hard is not the reason I shouldn't fight. I'm going to compensate for the fact that it's hard, and I'm going to give even more effort. Or number two, we remember all the time we wasted when we weren't following Jesus Christ. We weren't devoted to Christ and all the sin we did live for. And we're going, no, I wasted. Like for me personally, I may have wasted 20 years of my life, 20 years I can never get back. Now I either wallow in that and have a woe is me attitude, or I redeem it. And I wake up and I start using that as fuel to push me forward even further to say, listen, I've wasted 20 years. I can't waste another day. I got to go forward in this battle. So if I'm tired, I redeem it. If I'm hurting, I redeem it. If it's painful and I want to give in, I say, you know what? I'm, it's painful anyways. This life is painful anyways. Even if I find a little bit of joy, a little bit of relaxation today, tomorrow's probably going to be painful again. So what if I flipped it on its head and said, regardless of the pain I feel, I'm going to redeem this time, this time and opportunity, and I'm going to go after this. After the will of the Lord, I'm going to advance the name of Jesus. I'm going to live holy. I'm going to love God and love others, and I'm going to do it because I can. When we're lonely, what if we redeemed it? And the devil said, no, you can't. Look how alone you are. Look, nobody understands what you're going through. No, you don't have anybody to turn to. Uh, you should probably just lie down and give in because if God really loved you, he'd give you all these people. What if we redeemed it and said, okay, I'm alone. I'm alone, which means I have the flexibility and opportunity to go forward when other people might not. Other people who are loaded down with relationships and schedules and soccer practices, I don't. I'm alone. Okay, I have an opportunity and I can redeem that. I have an opportunity that some people might not have. You see how you flip it on its head? How about when we're afraid? And things are scary and, and things are unknown and we're going, oh no, I mean, what if, what if, 
what if this thing turns out this way? What if this thing turns out scary? And no, I'm going to wait for the season to calm. I'm going to wait for the storm to pass. I'm going to see if the sun comes back out again, and then I'll get back on track for the Lord. What if in the midst of the storm, while it's scary, we redeemed it? And we woke up and said, no, even though it's scary, the only really scary thing is laying down. The only really scary thing is not doing what the will of the Lord has taught me. I'm going to get up in the midst of the scary, because it's probably not as scary as I imagine it. And even if it is, the Lord is with me, and I'm going to go forward in the midst of the scary. And we redeemed it. What if when we're busy, we redeemed it? You know, and everything is telling us, nope, nope, you got too much of this. This is going on. You got to do this tomorrow. You got this kind of schedule. There's just no time to get in the scriptures. There's no time to love your neighbor. There's no time to commit to the church. And we flipped it on its head and said, regardless, regardless, I'll sleep less. I'll eat less. I'll spend less recreation. I'll find the time and I'll redeem it. And I will attack this because my Lord has taught me to. And this is the way that I win. This is the way that I advance. This is the way that I progress. This is the way I get to the finish line by going forward. I'm going to take my sword in the spite of busyness and I'm going to go forward. What if when we feel like we deserve better, we redeem it? And God or life has given us a bad lot and things should be better and people should be treating us better and we should be richer. What if we redeemed it? <laughs> and you see a pattern here. Is what if we just had a different perspective and said, okay, you know, I wish it was easier, but because it's hard, I'm going to do what is necessary. And it's going to be hard anyways, whether I'm back here or I'm going forward. Uh, life is hard. It is. It's difficult for a lot of us, for all of us. And what if we redeemed it and said, okay, okay, it's difficult, but I'm going to redeem it. I'm going to take this opportunity and I'm going to compensate for all the things that have been easy, for all the things in my life that I failed at, for all the things in my life that I, I just squandered and didn't live for the Lord, regardless of all the things I wish my life had right now, I'm going to go, okay, God must want something better for me than giving me a nice, cushy, comfortable life. And I'm going to redeem it. And I'm going to go forward in this battle. What if when we felt like giving up, we redeemed it? When everything was against us and we're like, you know what, I'm, it's, it's just brutal right now. <laughs> it's just hard. I didn't expect it to be this hard. I thought the season would be easier. I thought there'd be more help. And it's the same kind of thing. We flipped it on its end and said, okay, okay. I see what the devil is doing. He wants me to give up and I'm going to do the complete opposite. I'm going to grab my sword and I'm going to charge into battle. God, give me your word today. Let me seek your word like a soldier, like a person who needs their sword and let me redeem this and get into battle. And what if when we don't feel loved, we redeem it? Because that's a lie of the devil. God doesn't love you. God forgot about you. God neglected you. God must not be as good. Or maybe you misread his promises. Or maybe you're not that clean. You know, so maybe you're not as loved as you think you are. So probably best just to give up. And we redeemed it. And said, no, I am loved. I remember the cross. I remember Jesus coming. I remember the fact that he gave up his life. I remember the fact that he saved me from my sins. I remember the fact that he offered me forgiveness. I remember the fact that he bled and he died and he rose again and he offers me a fresh start today. Don't feel loved. I am loved greatly. And we redeemed it and we went forward into battle. Do you see that? Do you see how we can redeem the things in life and take hold of them instead of being just bystanders or victims even to life? Just going, oh, it's so hard. It's so painful. Oh, you know, if, if life was better, if God was better, if, if things were easier, I'd be a better soldier. And we redeemed it and we flipped it on its head and said, no, I'm going to seize this. 
I'm going to redeem it because the enemy wants me to do the opposite. He wants me to waste this time. He wants me to lie down. He wants me to wait for the ideal season to come, which may never come. So I'm going to redeem this time. I don't know if tomorrow's going to come. I don't know if tomorrow will be easier or have more people or have more assets or have more riches. I don't care. I'm going to take today and I'm going to redeem it because time is brief on this planet and I'm going forward. Redeem it to make up for all the wasted times we've already had in our lives and I have plenty. For all the sins we lived for, for all the failings that we have had, let's redeem the time and go on the offense because we can. Today is a fresh start, Christian, if you're forgiven in Jesus. You don't have to wallow in the past sins and failures you've had. You don't have to live in that anymore. You don't have to have a woe is me attitude. You're forgiven. There's new mercy. There's new grace. You can stand today, go forward in battle, and you can redeem this time and this day, even if it's your last opportunity, like the thief on the cross next to Jesus. He wasted his entire life being a thief and a crook, but his last day he seized it for the Lord and he redeemed it. And redeem it because anything different than redeeming it would be grievous to the Lord. It would make the Lord sad and hurt and angry if we gave any more time to the devil, any more time to lying down, any more time to our sin, any more time to defeatism, any more time to being victims. The Lord does not deserve anything but for his name to be advanced and for his will to be done. Isn't that correct? So what if we redeemed it for Christ's sake and said, I'm going, I'm going, recklessly even. I'm going forward when others might not go forward. I'm going for the sake of my Lord, for the sake of who he is, for the sake of what he's done. You see, I want us to stop characterizing ourselves as people of a chronic illness, and we're so defined by it and we're always going to be hurting and we're always going to be sick and it's just who I am and I'll always do serving the Lord half half throttle, you know, because I don't have it. I don't have the strength and I'm so defined by it. And I don't mean to say that there aren't illnesses. I have some of my own. But what if we weren't defined by those things anymore and we stood up and said, okay, okay, I have a difficulty. I have something that's a little bit hard, but I'm going forward. With whatever I can, with however I can, I'm going to redeem it. I'm not going to be defined by this because I am defined primarily by the Lord Jesus. I want us to stop being characterized by chronic illnesses and mental instabilities and past failures and bad family upbringings, addictions and hardships because that's defeatism. And those things do not characterize us anymore if we're in Jesus. If we're in Jesus, we have salvation and forgiveness and the Lord has placed the sword of the Spirit in our hands. And if that's true, who is the one who should be on the defense and should be backpedaling? Is it us? No, it's not. It's the devil. He's the one that puts a gate up. He's the one that is terrified of you grabbing your sword and going into battle. He knows that if you grab your sword, he's in trouble. He's in trouble. And therefore, let's redeem it. Let's pick up our sword. Let's seize the day. Let's seize the time. Let's look past all the hurting things, all the things that keep us back, all the things that keep us from the word of God and from loving God and from loving people. And let's redeem it. Let's take our sword and let's do it for Christ's sake because he is the victor. He's told us. He's told us the end of the story. The end of the battle is with Jesus winning. And the most amazing thing is, is that we're on his team Christian, you can redeem it. 
You can redeem today. You can redeem this season. You don't have to wait for the sun to come. You don't have to wait for power to be there. You don't have to wait till you're done being ill. You don't have to wait till people are starting to treat you better. You don't have to wait for an ideal season any longer. You can stop listening to the lies of the devil and you can redeem it today because it says in Ephesians 6, 17, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Take it and charge into battle and remember your Lord is with you. Do what he's taught you. Do it how he's taught you. Go the way that he went and do it with courage. Do it with faith. And better than all of those, do it with the strength that God provides because you can. You are a victor if you're in Jesus. I hope that would bless you today. I hope you would redeem it for Christ's sake. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.